With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. The Volume. It's the Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel. Football season's here. No better place to get in on the action. FanDuel app is safe. You get paid fast. A lot of ways to play. The spread, the money line, team totals, players, props, a lot of stuff. Over-unders. Jump into the action. Same game parlays are my favorite. Just use the promo code Colin and download the FanDuel app today. Hi, everybody. It is Wednesday morning. Joe Burrow in about seven to eight minutes stops by. Um, You know, I was thinking, I just saw a stat that the Lakers' Russell Westbrook is the least guarded guard in the NBA. The teams essentially don't guard him and beg him to shoot. He is also simultaneously shooting 15.5% from the field in the last two games. The worst mark over two games of any Laker ever. And one of the reasons I go to therapy and married a woman that pushes back is that if therapy was a stock, you'd essentially be buying self-awareness, that you get an honest set of eyes and ears on your personality and your problems. And my wife's very good at that. She does a lot of therapy. Is that because most of us, even successful people who have good lives, what initially helps us becomes a burden or a hindrance. And Westbrook's a prime example of this. Um, Westbrook was always hyper-athletic. And though a lot of people doubted him, he never doubted himself. He had this single-mindedness and this belief in himself. And it's why he's going to end up a Hall of Famer. He's really one of the most willful players in the league. I mean, UCLA couldn't figure out how to use him. People couldn't figure out, is he a two-guard? No, he can't shoot. Is he a, a point guard? Yeah, but he's not He's not naturally a great ball handler. He doesn't have, as you well know if you watch him, he didn't have great hands. But he's a great athlete, and he willed himself to a Hall of Fame career. But now it's hurting him. Magic Johnson said this on a recent interview with Shannon Sharp of FS1. Magic said, you got to own your stuff. You can't keep blaming the media and the fans. I don't think it's in him. I don't think it's within Russell Westbrook's personality. Is that what made him a Hall of Fame level player is now a hindrance. Is that he is so singular minded that and his belief in himself is so strong, he can't acknowledge weakness. And listen, I loved Kobe Bryant. But he was the most driven human being, arguably, in the league's history. And in the end, he broke up Shaq and Lakers and Kobe and Phil. He pissed everybody off. And and, it, and I think it's a really valuable lesson. By the way, I love LeBron. But the greatest stat with LeBron ever is that from his junior year to his senior year in high school, he only averaged one more point a game. Now, think about that. 
LeBron averaged like 24 points a game as a junior and 25 as a senior. I think those are the numbers. You don't think he could have averaged 50? But LeBron has always been about elevating others. That's why he's a great teammate. But he's also never been confrontational. He's never swung a punch. He's never gotten involved in a fight. He's the ultimate peacemaker. And it actually hurts him now. He's not confrontational with Westbrook. Kobe would be. Michael would be. Bird would be. It's not magic would be. It's not in LeBron's makeup. And so it's why you need people to push back. I mean, look at Tom Brady. He is so driven that it's now blowing up his marriage. You know, he is, he's 45. There's nothing to accomplish. I mean, I like success too. I'd call it a day. I'd be very satisfied with it, leaving as the goat. But I, I just think it's, it's Westbrook's kind of a cautionary tale of you get rich, something that elevates you actually later becomes a bit of a problem. And it's why it's really important to surround yourself with people that ask tough questions, that hold you accountable, that don't say yes all the time. Second thought. So when the name image likeness law was passed and you could pay college athletes, it was a bit of a mess because of the lack of leadership by the NCAA. And, um, you know, this happens in technology. It happens in a lot of different sectors where something's introduced to the market. The market's not quite ready for it. It's an avalanche. It's out of control. So the NIL, it wasn't intended to buy high school players, but that's what happened. Texas A&M was at the forefront of that, buying, I trust my sources, multiple high school players for seven figures. Now the program's blowing up that you have multiple freshmen. Reportedly, they were smoking pot in the locker room before a game. <laughs> Whether or not that's true, and that's all over the internet, the program now is a loose, undisciplined mess. And that's why there is a process to things. I've always said about the name, image, likeness, legislation, and rules. It, it's I would never pay high schoolers. It should be only for players who have been in your program for at least a calendar year. High schoolers don't get it, and freshmen don't get it. That a player has to put 12 months in your program, any sport, and then their final two, three, or four years at school, they can be compensated. Okay, So that means even if you want to be sneaky to a high schooler, you still can't pay him for over half a year or over a year. If you want to be sneaky with a high schooler, you can't pay him for over a year and a half from the day he signs or orally or verbally commits. So the Texas A&M issues are not profound, nor are they unexpected. You pay high schoolers seven figures, you think you may have an issue, you think you may have some entitlement or egos, eventually the name image likeness will settle down just like the transfer portal and college football will be fine. But it was a very obvious problem. The NCAA, although they had a 10-year start to put a fence around it because it was the discussion for the last decade about paying athletes that didn't have the right leadership, all of a sudden it's introduced and legalized and they can't get their arms around it. But slowly and surely, as we predicted – the borders will close a little bit. 
There'll be limitations, rules, caps, and NIL should be for people that have already put at least a year on your campus, man, woman, any sport, and they become productive members of your athletic department, then pay them for as long as you want and pay them as much as you want. Pay them $10 million a year for three years. I don't care. I wouldn't put I wouldn't put limitations on the amount. I would put restrictions on the timeline. Right? Even the NFL's got trading deadlines and salary caps. It's okay if they don't get paid as juniors or seniors in high school. So Aaron Rodgers came out on his weekly guest spot on the Pat McAfee YouTube show and called out, it's not what I would do. I don't think it's what young receivers and teammates need. Called out young players making too many mistakes. He said, quote, we should cut reps. It's not one or two, it's 10 or 12 a game. Here's the thing about Aaron Rodgers. I can't beat him up too much for this because I'm always praying pro athletes are honest. He had no problems sharing his opinions, right or wrong, on the vaccine. He's been honest about taking a psychedelic tea. He's honest about how pissed he is at his teammates. And at some point, I'm begging for everybody in sports to be this honest. I mean, I would be more political if I was a quarterback of a football team and I had young players struggling with confidence. I would not call them out. I would fall on the sword. You know, I'd blame myself. I think that's the better way to grow. But that's not who Aaron is. You know, he doesn't sacrifice a lot in his life. He's 38, rich, never married, no kids, doesn't walk the dog or pick up crap. Right? Like Aaron's going to do what Aaron wants to do. And I will say this. Quarterbacks come in all different shapes and sizes and styles and opinions. Aaron does a wonderful job of providing content for shows like mine. So though I disagree perhaps with his methods, I would like to say I appreciate the content. It's outstanding. He is one of the great content providers in sports. He's, he's fantastic. He's like a human TikTok. He's just making stuff happen. I just keep flipping through Aaron Rodgers. And it's this comment, that comment, and psychedelic tea, and I hate vaccine, and here's my political thoughts. Guy's fantastic for content. Not winning much these days, but content, boom. We all know professional athletes care about what they look like. And as you know, I care about what I look like. Right now, I've been wearing a lot of cuts clothing. I love this thing right now. Every cut shirt is designed to provide a perfectly tailored look. If you want a, a long sleeve Henley, no problem. A short sleeve crew neck, they've got it. Cuts has everything you want. And I've got all of it and I wear all of it. Right now, 15% off your first order. 15% off first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash Colin. Cuts, C-U-T-S. Look them up. I got a closet full of their stuff and I love it. Start the NFL week off right with a no sweat same game parlay every Thursday from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Doesn't matter. 
if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. Every Thursday night, you'll get free bets back if your NFL same-game parlay doesn't hit. Same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets, two or three or four, for a chance at a bigger payday. You build your own or choose from one of the popular SGPs pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. However you want to play, bet the NFL every Thursday night with a no-sweat same-game parlay. Just sign up, promo code Colin. If you don't already have an account, that's promo code Colin to get free bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, and Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-877-HOP P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. All right, let's bring him on. You know, I am America's most trusted journalist. That goes without saying. But I got to be honest with you. I'm not supposed to root for people. But shit, when Joe took a 21-0 lead, I'm like, boom, going to be a good podcast on Tuesday. Joe's going to be in a good mood. (laughs) I got to be honest. I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, I like what I'm seeing. Joe's going to be – Joe can get a little ticked off if he doesn't have – Did you know – did you know, though, week prep, pregame, do you ever sense, man – all this stuff on film works. Did you have a sense it was going to be a big early performance? Yeah, Jamar and I had talked about it the day before. We kind of felt like it was going to be uh, an opportunity, one of those games that we had a chance to uh, you know, put, put up some good numbers. And so we had talked about that the day before. We kind of had a feeling it was going to happen. When you have a huge lead in the game at, at half, what does Zach say at half? What do you say? Yeah, I mean, we – we really treat it the same way as uh, a halftime that we're losing. There's not a lot of motivation. We're only in there for, I think it's like seven minutes. And so, you know, you're, you're going to the bathroom, you're eating your bananas or whatever, you know, everybody eats something at halftime, then you're hydrating. 
and the coaches are going over adjustments. And then you sit down and you go over those adjustments and then it's time to go back out. So there's not a lot of time for that. The, um, you know, it's interesting. I said, because you do the podcast and Draymond Green does, whenever I say something nice about you or Draymond Green, people are always like, oh, it's just because they're, it's part of your business. And I'm like, yeah, because Draymond Green's terrible and Joe Burrow's terrible. Give me a break. But it <laughs> is interesting. I asked somebody in my family. I've got three girls in my family. And they were like, oh, my God, Joe Burrow's so cute. And I was like, oh, bro, uh, slow down. So do you sense your popularity like growing? Do you – I mean, obviously in your hometown – but do you kind of sense you're becoming a thing here now? Um, you know, fortunately for me, I have people around me that keep me kind of out of that. And uh, I'm, like I said, I don't, I don't get out much, so I don't, I don't really like to experience that part of it. I'm more of a, a homebody that just likes to play football. I'm a homebody. So uh, I started a movie on Netflix the other day or a series that was awful. I quit. I'm, I won't give anything like I'm, I'm 15 minute guy. If it's bad after 15 minutes on Netflix, I'm wiping it uh, in your television viewing. Are you patient guy, impatient guy? Very patient. You'll go like five, five in, even if it's average. Yeah. Oh, you're my wife. Yeah. Really? You know. Yeah, you never know. Really? <laughs> yeah. So the other day I watched something called The Watcher. Have you heard that? Yeah. You watched, watched that. that? Yeah, I did. 40 minutes in, out, bored the hell out of me. You watched the whole thing? Yeah, I watched okay. the whole thing. Okay, what did you make of the ending? Disappointed. <laughs> That's what everybody's saying. <laughs> I want to watch it just to get to the crappy ending. I don't really want to watch yeah. it. But I hear it's a weird ending. Um, so I, I want to talk about Albert Breer was on my show on FS1. And he said he talked to your dad and your dad tells a story. He has video of when you were eight years old and you did some quarterback sneak and it went for a touchdown. And your dad had this sense very early that you had a certain quality that you, you know, you just kind of. Breer and I talked about this, whereas Josh Allen walks into a room and just looks different. And Mahomes has got this goofy, sidearm, crazy, flashy style. You are not as physically gigantic. And a lot of your throws are, um, you know, they're, I've seen before. There's a guy in the pocket. You have a certain style. Um, a lot of people talk about, oh, I, I could sense it with Joe. But I'm like, well, Ohio State, he moved on. And the first year at LSU, you know, it was choppy. So when did you self-identify? Like, I can remember going to college and knowing that I cared way more about broadcasting than even the juniors and seniors. I was addicted to it. I was taping crap at night. When did you self-identify and go, I, this means more to me. I'm good at it. Was it 8, 12, 18? Um, I kind of was just always a very competitive person and, you know, whether it was football, baseball, or basketball, I always kind of rose the challenge of being the guy at the plate, hitting the final free throws to win the game. And I was always just kind of good in those moments. Um, I'm not quite sure what it was, but uh, I just feel like the game slows down to me in those crunch time moments, whatever, whatever it happened to be. Do you get nervous? 
before the games for sure i do uh, but then you know when you're out there you're just relying on your training there's no time to sit back and think about whether you're nervous or not there's 40 seconds on the game clock sometimes 25 and you're just out there relying on muscle memory and, and the reps that you got in practice what do you get nervous about not about anything in particular um it's just the the energy and the excitement in your stomach that you're feeling leading up to to game day when early in this year teams were taking things from you and we say this on our show monday is overreaction day and it's all a process you come into the season you're trying to get your body right your o-line right you get it right. They take stuff away. It's a chess match. Do you feel the defense you saw this weekend is different than the defense you saw in week one, two, three? Like, tell me the, what you're seeing at the line. Is it changing at all week to week? Um, You know, every team has their own little spin on it. But for the most part, teams are still playing us the, the way they have been. The difference in our wins is that, you know, we, we jump out to an early lead. Or, or we're hanging in there, moving the ball, and then they have to, the defenses have to be a little more aggressive. And so then we're able to take our shots in those moments. One of the things, I think the NFL is really good at changing stuff. Uh, the catch rule, it was just too, it was too confusing to me. I had Roger Goodell on. I said, I don't even understand what a catch is, and I'm a gigantic football fan. Um, I don't like the preseason. College kids have 17 hours, they have midterms, they don't have a preseason. And I, I've watched, Teams, Alabama, LSU, Georgia, Oregon. I've seen teams be great in their first game. The preseason is a chance for you to get hurt. And frankly, nobody's playing starters. We have three games left. But by not playing in preseason, you had a pretty rough opener. If you ran the league, I asked Brady this once. If you ran the league, I'm going to ask you two questions. What would you do to preseason? Um... I would continue to just make it shorter, like one or two games. Um, but it is a great chance for, for young guys to go out there and give an opportunity. Um, so you got to take that into account, too. I think three is, is a pretty good number. Um, and usually how starters have been doing it is they play a little bit in game one, they play a little bit more game two, and then game three they're not playing at all. I would subscribe to that probably now that i'm thinking about it but you know every team has has their own way of doing it and i can completely see why we don't play players in the preseason a lot of teams across the league aren't it's a great chance to get injured i mean the more you're out there playing the better chance you're gonna get injured in a game that doesn't count towards your record so you know there's a it's a tough balance second question if you were commissioner and could change one rule that you just, I already know mine. I'll let you go first. You could change one rule. Um, offensive and defensive holding would be the same penalty. Defensive holding is only five yards. Offensive holding is 10 yards. I just think it should be the same. Okay. I think college does a better job with pass interference. I don't think it should be like a spot foul where, oh, it's a, four, a guy gets his leg tangled. You're running. The receivers are the best athletes in the world. The corners could be first or second best. You're both running a 4-4. You go down the sideline, you trip, and it's a 49-yard penalty. Spoken like a true defensive guy. 
You like it? I like it. Because, I mean, if, you've, if you're throwing a go ball and Jamar Chase is about to break free 40 yards down the field and you just tackle him, but teams, people are going to do that every time. It's, a, it's only a 15-yard penalty and it's a, you know, he's going to go and get that ball. So it's been several weeks since you had your media sign-off. Uh, how's that going for you? Is it hard? No, it's great. Uh, it's a little harder to answer interview questions because I don't really know what's going on <laughs> in the world of sports other than what people tell me at the facility, but uh, I, I've, I've been enjoying it. So <clears throat> I used to live in a town called Manhattan Beach, California. Halloween is a big deal, a big deal. So you're from Athens. I am told, Ohio, there is a legendary Halloween celebration. <laughs> yeah. Explain. It's a, it's a college, just like a college block party um, for Halloween. Everyone gets dressed up. It's, uh, it's a good time. I mean, come on. That's it? It's just, it's just that's, there's nothing special? <laughs> um, I mean, it's Ohio University is kind of known as a school that people like to go to to, to have a, an alcoholic beverage or two. Oh, yeah. Um, and the block parties are, are pretty fun. Yeah, it's a drunk fest. So is Chico State. <laughs> I, listen, there are colleges that are known for drinking. Arizona State. No, yeah. They drink. Brady doesn't drink in the season. Would you have, you know, uh, uh, you're playing Sunday, Tuesday, you're hanging out. Would you have a beer? No, I, I don't particularly enjoy drinking at all. Uh, I do it maybe once, twice a year. Wow. Uh, but definitely not during the season. How did you live in Baton Rouge? Wow. <laughs> My God. Yeah. It, uh, I just really don't like how it makes me feel, to be honest. So I don't partake in it usually. Are you I, – I remember one time being in a drive-thru and Andre Agassi had just won like the U.S. Open or some big tennis tournament. And he was in the Taco Bell drive-thru in Las Vegas. And I'm in a Hummer. I think he had a Hummer. I remember thinking, that's how Andre Agassi eats? <laughs> I was just like totally taken back by it. He And I'm, I mean, he got a tray of food. Yeah. And at this point in your life, you could eat poorly. Like, what's the what's the line between like caring about it and not being neurotic about it. Like, give me your, give me, Joe, give me your average day of eating. Lay it out. Uh, I eat four times a day. Uh, and I have a chef that prepares my meals. I usually have one day a week where I kind of eat what I want. Um, you know, chicken wings, all that good stuff. But, you know, six days a week, I'm pretty regimented. And nobody had to teach you that. Like, you just got it. Well, I... I really made the change after my, my knee injury in my rookie year and really helped in the recovery process, took out all the inflammation in my knee, all the swelling, made it feel better. And so that's kind of when I understood the power of diet. Yeah. So you play the Browns on Monday Night Football, which it's a division game. It'll be close. It always is. I, I really like Cleveland's corners. Dent, yeah. I think they're great. Denzel was in my class at Ohio State. He's a great dude, great player. When did you know he was going to be great? Freshman, sophomore year? 
Yeah, I mean, his true fre- our true freshman year at Ohio State, they had him on kickoff, and he was running like 22 and a half miles per hour down there and making tackle after tackle. And we kind of figured he was going to be a pretty good player. He's a smaller player. When you attack yeah. Cleveland, Miles Garrett may be the best defensive player in the league. They have great corners. Um, take me through, without giving up game plan secrets, in the games against Cleveland – when a team has elite corners, and I, I think they're really good, um, do, are you a stay away guy, a challenge guy? Where do you go on that? Yeah, I mean, those the duo that they have on the outside is is one of the best in the league. They got Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett both on each side, so those guys have been, you know, top top pass rushers in the league for for the last five years. And so you always have to be aware that those guys are going to wreck the game at some point if you let them. And so you, you got to chip them. You got to get the ball out quickly. But, you know, the guys I have on offense, I'm not going to be afraid to challenge any corner in the league on the outside. This week's gold medal performance goes to a team who's making moves in the NFC. San Francisco picked up another weapon, a toy, Christian McCaffrey, headed to the Niners. The Niners are all in. San Francisco has no idea what the future holds with quarterback Trey Lance, but they clearly think they can win a Super Bowl with Jimmy G in this roster. With Brady and Rodgers struggling and aging, the NFC's wide open, and now the Niners might be on top. This week's gold medal performance is sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. We're living in tough economic times with soaring grocery prices, high inflation, unstable stock market. You really want to gamble with your investments? I trust Legacy Precious Metals with gold and precious metal investments. Legacy can help protect your wealth and your financial future. Call Legacy today at 866-674-HERD or visit buylegacygold.com to download their comprehensive gold guide. Don't leave retirement to chance. Invest in gold with Legacy Precious Metals. Visit BuyLegacyGold.com. BuyLegacyGold.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. So here we are. We're seven weeks in. You played your best football game. Your defense is the most underrated in the league because you don't have a ton of pro bowlers, but like everybody can ball, everybody can play. Like you face that. How often do you face your defense in practice? Ones on ones. Uh, During the season, not at all, but training camp is always, always a battle. Okay. Explain that. 
Not at all. No, not during the season. On the bye week, I think we get some some seven on seven. But you want you don't want to you only get a certain amount of reps during the week because it's such a long season. You want to keep your bodies fresh, and so you don't want to. I don't want to say waste, but you don't want to waste reps that you could be getting against a scout team who's running the defense you're going to be facing on Sunday when you're you're going against your defense that you're not going to be facing on Sunday. And so uh, you you never want to want to waste those reps. Do you guys? What's the rule in the NBA on physical contact and pads during the season? Uh, you can have one one padded practice a week, and then I think starting week twelve or thirteen, there's no more padded practices, something like that. <laughs> Go back fifteen years in football; it was it was completely different. Do you feel like the league takes better care of you? Absolutely, and I mean my body. Zach and our coaching staff and our strength staff do a great job of, you know, using this, using the data, using the science and, you know, altering practice here and there for, for certain reasons. If guys have played, you know, a ton of steps on sun- Sunday, maybe we'll have a, an extra walkthrough period here or there. And so they do a great job of that. All right. Finally, um, you're pretty good on style. I'm not. I'm from Seattle. I hate the Seahawks bright green uniforms. I'm a blue guy. I think they're classy. I think they're traditional. But I like the Bengals all whites. Yeah. Um, if I said to you, give me three uniforms in the NFL you think are tight. You can't use the Bengals, but you literally think that's a good looking, that's a good looking setup. Well, obviously I have to say our new uniforms are awesome. Uh, I've always liked the 49ers uniforms. Those are just classic. Saints uniforms. You know, I was a Saints fan growing up. Those those are those are sick, um, and I've been liking the dolphins lately. The the dolphin blue, yeah, pretty good. Now, there's got to be one you're not into. I'll just say it right now: Jaguars doesn't work for me. I'm sorry, I apologize. I agree with that. I can agree with that. It, you know what it feels like to me, like an alternative league. Like it should have. It would have been great in the USFL, right? It just feels alternative. I like their old uniforms. What were those? Back with uh, David Gerard and uh, those guys. Do you ever think, you know, Aaron Rodgers, California guy, like there's not a lot of New Yorkers that become great NFL quarterbacks. It's a lot of regular kids. Do do you ever think to yourself, uh, God, what if I'd have grown up a surfing in Malibu or some wall? I mean, I think it's, you know, your upbringing has everything to do with your character and a lot to do with your mental toughness. Um, I think the the more adversity and the more structured and the more discipline your life has, the better you're going to turn out in the long run. And I think it really has a correlation with quarterbacks because that's, I mean, that's what the position is. It's leadership. It's being able to bring people together. It's taking care of your own business. And it's not being a distraction off the field. And so that's, you got to have all your, your P's and Q's and all that real tight because otherwise it's going to end up showing up on the field. You know, Brady barks and Brady's been barked at. You're not a big barker. How do you deal with being barked at? Uh, I just think that, I mean, I can deal with it. I'm a, uh, I'm a person that doesn't mind being coached that way, but 
I think there's a more effective way to coach and there's more effective ways to, to get information across than, than yelling. Um, so I've never been one to, to do that. You, you know, as a quarterback, you got to understand all of your guys that are on the team and in the locker room and understand, you know, how you talk to one person, you might not be able to talk like that to another person in the locker room and you got to, really understand the people so you can bring the most out of them. How do you learn that? You just got to spend time with them. You got to sit with different people in the lunchroom, talk to different people on the field. And a byproduct of doing that is you become very close and create a lot of new friends that you wouldn't have before and make the locker room uh, a much more friendly and closer environment. How's Jamar respond? What's, what's the best way to talk to him? You just talk. He, I mean, he's a really smart football player. So you just go and, I mean, we're, we're really good friends. We're not, what's understood doesn't need to be said between us. We give each other a look like, Hey, that was my bad. And we both know the look. Um, if, if he thinks he needs to get the ball a little bit more, he'll give me a little look. We trust each other enough that if we need to say something to each other, we definitely will. And there's been multiple times he comes up to me. He's like, hey, you know, give me the ball a little bit. And we have that trust that, you know, it never goes the wrong way. Do you, I, I think about this. Do you ever feel like during a game, wow, uh, a tease, I'm not giving him looks. Do you, not that you would force it, not that maybe guilt, but are you ever in a game thinking, God, I've just literally ignored him for two quarters? Um, no, not really. And that's what's great about I mean, we have three number one receivers and none of them really care about that. I mean, at the end of the day, they, they want some touches in their yards, but they never show it on their face. They never, you know, say anything about it because I think that they know that, that they have the trust in me to read the defense and get the ball where it's supposed to go. And in the end, it's going to even out. You know, one, one, one game, Jamar's going to have a big game. And then maybe the next game, the defense is trying to take that away. And so T will have a big game. And then maybe another, the middle of the field is open because they're worried about those two guys on the outside. And, and TB will, will have a big game like, like last one. And so they have that trust in me that they, they know the ball is going to go where it's supposed to. Do you feel that Zach Taylor doesn't have to coach you as much now? It's three years together. Do you feel like sometimes you look at him and go, I got this. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, we know we know each other well enough by now. Um, you know, he's he's great at understanding that. You know, I, I put a lot of work in, and I go out there and make a check. Maybe it doesn't work, and we come off and talk about it like men, and understand where we could get better the next time. And so he he does a great job of of communicating the information in a professional way. Give me the similarity. Or biggest difference, your dad to Zach as a coach? You know, I really don't know how my dad was as a coach. He didn't really bring that home. He, uh, he was a dad first, and you know, I didn't really see that side of him much. You know, I, was, uh, I was around the program, but I, I didn't see that side too much. Joe Burrow, good seeing you. Congrats. Good luck against the Brownies. Yes, sir. Appreciate it.
Make sure to check out the Draymond Green Show. I brought Draymond Green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports, unique perspective, understands behind the rope, also chops up with guests like Gary Payton, Zach Levine, Tracy McGrady. Make sure download the Draymond Green Show wherever you get your podcasts, only on the Volume Podcast Network. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 